another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Theater in the Now, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. New year, new queens, still in quarantine. RuPaul said there shall never be enough drag race and has granted the fandom a brand new season as season 13 will debut on New Year's Day. And we are here to preview everything we know so far. Joining me to chat all things season 13 is Castrata, Emmy Great, and Violet Tendency. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Um, I'm excited to have this fun, unique panel to discuss um, season 13 of some people's favorite television program. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which we come from all over. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of different um, vantage points, which is really exciting. Um, I want to give a disclaimer to the listeners. This is an entertainment podcast about a reality television program. We are analyzing the 13 competitors as contestants Mm. on a television program. We know some of them. They are colleagues, friends, peers. We are talking about them as they are contestants on a reality show. Because Drag Race is, at the end of the day, a reality show. So just want to get that disclaimer out there before we start chatting. But are we excited for season 13? I am so excited. Yeah, why? I'm most what, excited. Yeah, what, 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 what makes you so excited for this new season? Um, because this is the first time that I uh, actually know people that I've like worked with mm-hmm. and like are close to that are on sure. the show. Um, I mean, last time I knew Jan, but I just like knew her from a distance. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like close to her at all. So um, it was very just like, cool, Jan. But this time it's like, oh my God, like, I know Rosé, so, and and I've worked with Tina. Tina was the first queen to give me a booking in the city. Oh, nice. So, so I love Tina. You know, she's been, she's been really sweet to me. Um, and of course, Olivia, you know, she's our, gener- my generation of drag. Um, one of my sisters, um, club coming, represent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's, um, yeah. It's exciting to have some peers on the show again. Emmy, what what excites you about this new season? Um, as much as I hate to admit it, I am a Drag Race baby, and we are, and I am finally getting to the point where people I know in the business, not necessarily in real life, but in the business, go on to the show, and I get to see. The reality television side of them, right? In addition to what I already know about what they are capable of in the scene, mm-hmm. and also after the show, I get to see the new things that they have in store for us. Yeah, yeah. And I think this cast is very colorful. Um, although someone pointed out that season twelve cast was a little more zany should i say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah. 
but I think this this cast is also very good. Um, yeah, it has it's, like it's, very different flavors to offer. Yeah, it, it's it's very special this cast. But I will say, like maybe it was just how the rollout happened. Watching the reveal, I was like, this doesn't feel like Drag Race. This feels like a different spinoff of the show because no one really for me stood out as like a superstar. I don't know if it was just me. Yeah, it was. It was really hard figuring out like who my favorites are. Yeah, mm. which is kind of exciting it, at the, the same time because it's like it, it's like there's no clear front runner in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, where mm-hmm. and and that's as a reality TV viewer always a good sign because when you know who's going to win from day one, where's the mystery? Exactly. Violet, Violet, what what excites you about this season? Well, it's interesting because, like, you know, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm a person who just generally likes to talk shit about drag race. Like, mm-hmm. it was very exciting in the beginning when I was first getting involved in drag and being like, wait, I fucking know you. Um, and obviously, like, the disenchantment kind of happened. Learning that RuPaul is, is the way RuPaul is. Um, but this season... Obviously, something that's very exciting is uh, Got Mix. It's yep. really kind of a wild experience as a trans mask person to see someone <laughs> that does femme drag. I've never had that kind of representation on television in my life, and it's a pretty exciting thing. So, like, as much as I was like, oh, God, another season of Drag Race, I think the thing that was most exciting to me is, is again, didn't really feel like watching a Drag Race uh, promo. It felt like watching like iconic or something like a mm-hmm. local competition i'm like this is kind of weirdly comforting like obviously there's a lot of people from new york that we recognize that we see everywhere it's like i didn't want to be excited but like i kind of am um i yeah it's just it's just fun it seems like very much like the more drag race happens uh the the more polished the young queens are it's just like a very interesting it feels like very different yeah it's definitely (laughs) i i definitely agree with you where drag race has forced young queens coming up on the scene to be at a place of near perfection to start out because the bar is so high and the reality is the show is continuing to skew younger and younger and younger so the cast Mm. you need to be young to get on almost so you need to be fucking perfect by the time you send in your second or third audition tape um at the age of 25 26 uh but that's also exciting is that it is inspiring new people to explore the art of drag even if it is in the mainstream I will oh, say, seeing like, oh, Violet, go ahead. Are we already Violet, Violet, talking or did I fuck up? No, you're good. Good. Okay. Um, I was saying, like, seeing like Olivia on, it kind of was like a similar feeling to like seeing Aquaria on, but a little bit more exciting because like, I, she's so fucking nice out of yeah. drag, and I've never actually spoken to Aquaria, but I was like, this young bug just showed up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I'm most excited to talk about Olivia when we get there um, because Olivia just feels like that real person who randomly got into a reality show while some of the other people are like, 
we know them. We knew that was going to happen eventually. But <laughs> Olivia was the fucking how that happened. So I'm, I'm excited to get to her and to all the queens. Um, but before yeah, we yeah. jump into it, um, let's tell everyone what we know so far at this moment in time. Season 13 has a cast of 13. First time the number and the season match up. Um, filming began in July. It wrapped up on August 31st, I believe. And the cast and crew were forced to quarantine for two weeks before entering the workroom, which must have sucked. But you know what? If you wanted to film a television program, this is what you got to do. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if COVID will play a part in the filming of the show at all. Um, I know yeah. we're not talking about Drag Race UK right now, but COVID plays a major part in that season. Um, so much so that they have to have a COVID special in the middle of the season to discuss what is going to happen next. Oh, wow. Um, I, we won't spoil it. We won't spoil anything there, but I, when I found out what happens, I was like, oh, shit. Um, anyway, the promo theme, we, uh, we always need to know what's going on and why, why they do the shit they do. The promo theme is called Pin Up Pastel. Just so everyone knows, keep that in the back of your mind when we discuss the looks. Um, we know nothing of guest judges at this moment. Um, there have been like rumors spiraling out of control that they basically have a rotation of guests because COVID um, have certain people. That makes sense. I don't know how accurate that is. We will find out soon. The season does have a twist. The season will premiere with a lip sync showdown. <clears throat> That's all we really know at this moment. We know there's going to be six lip syncs. I'm assuming. Um, one of them will be a three-person lip sync. I don't know the pairings. Don't want to know the pairings until the night up. But I'm excited for this new twist. What do we think about it? Um, it'll be interesting. I think it's going to um, literally throw them for a loop and mm -hmm. shell shock them as soon as they get there. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting. It's probably going to throw a few, um, you know... They're going to be, I, I feel like a few of the queens are going to be pretty surprised. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those things where it's you're like, you're literally told you're either a top or a bottom. And that really is going to affect the psyche going on the entire season, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Violet, what do you think about this twist? I think it's going to be intense, especially if they, I mean, like, I know like the queens already like are in sequester, like in general. I feel weird about them filming in the middle of a pandemic, but that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's here. It's happening, and it seems like everyone is alive, so fucking sure. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be very heavy. Like, these guys have been coming out of quarantine in New York City, preparing for Drag Race in quarantine in the, or not just New York City, but, like, I know here it was pretty intense. I think everyone's going to be a little crazy. And I think it's going to be very dramatic. Yeah. Amy, any thoughts? Uh, with regards to filming, what I've heard is even though they did quarantine before and during the filming, there was no extra time for preparation. So the girls may have been running around their towns getting exposed leading up to I hate that. I hate um, the filming. Uh, but on the topic of the lip sync, I think it's a great idea. Um, historically, Drag Race has been about looking for the 
superstar who can do non-drag things in drag, um, which has, which is a reflection of RuPaul's career because she was the drag queen who did non-drag things in drag. Right. Um, but the season nine finale twist actually started to put a focus back on who can perform on stage, mm -hmm. who can do drag. Previously, lip syncing is the thing that you do on the show if you are not able to do the non-drag things in drag as your last line of defense. Right. But um, starting season nine finale, it's become a thing uh, to sh also show that you are actually very good and very good at what you do lip syncing performing and season 12 the first episodes also involve like lip syncing to win the challenge and i think it's a good idea it will be intense and impact everyone's psyche going forward because there will be a clear loser and a winner in the paired lip syncs but i would say it's still more of a comfort zone than coming in and starting with a photo shoot and a design challenge. Yeah. I, I what is a good thing I think um to do that this way is we have seen a lot of talented um finalists never have to lip sync for their life until the very end. We are now yeah. going to get to see everybody lip sync oh, at yeah. least once. So there's no questions later on being like, well, are they going to be good at lip syncing? Um because like uh drag race uh, Canada Scarlet Bobo didn't lip sync until the very end. And you saw that she almost took it. She could have won the entire season based on that lip sync. So it's a great equalizer from the start. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for this twist. I'm really curious also to know how the pairings worked out because I'm <laughs> sure there's definitely producer interference, but I'm excited for this twist. Yeah, because especially when they get in there, like, I'm sure they see each other and they're like, oh, she looks sickening. She looks sickening. And then they start, like, you know, sizing each other up. But you, can, you can't really size people up on first appearances, especially exactly. in drag. Because There's you can, always that you can what can you do moment. Exactly. You can have, you know, a million bucks and have no performance ability yeah. whatsoever yeah. and so it's yeah, really no, going to show no, like <laughs> it's really just going to like set the bar like all right this is the, the these are the queen's beat literally like yeah. from the get-go so imagine the people who are in the bottom like their psyche is going to be like so screwed yeah and it's they just had to like be sequestered for two weeks on top of right. that like <laughs> this this is reality okay. tv this is a, something you would do on a reality tv show so as a viewer psychological warfare let's do it yeah well let, let's get into the queens because there, there, there are a lot of queens okay. 13 of them um, and I'm excited to discuss them because I think there's there's no one in there that I would call complete filler. There are some filler queens, but there's no filler filler that I'm like, oh, they're absolutely here just to fill up a spot. Because yeah. um, we've had those. Yeah, everyone, everyone's got polish. So we're going to start with where we ranked based on averages, who number 13 is. And that person is Elliot with two T's. Wow. <laughs> Elliot with two T's is uh, Elliot Puckett, age 26, hometown Enos, Texas, current city, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, 
Castrata, you are the highest on Elliot with two T's. Kick us off and tell us what you think about Elliot. I mean, just based off of what I've seen, um, I'm like looking at uh, their page right now. Um, I mean, she's gorgeous. She's, um, you know, I will say <clears throat> I respect the queen that has tour and she honestly she works it that nose is gonna be her signature just wait it's mm -hmm. gonna be like her fucking like on, on her, all her merch um because it's like i mean it's just like it looks on her just, she looks gorgeous i mean she's um i've seen some stuff of her performing and she seems like she can perform well so i don't know i think she might uh be one of the winners in the lip sync mm -hmm. for your, the very first lip sync uh, moment in the face off. I think she'd be one of the group winners. Yeah, it, it's very, she, I'm very mixed on Elliot. Um, interestingly, both or myself, Emmy and Violet all placed Elliot in 12th spot. So oh, we're wow. like clearly not super high on Elliot, but not the worst. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Violet, what do you think about Elliot? Well, I like, she's super cute. I do, like, I think that's the one interesting thing about this season is there's nobody that I was, it's like, I, so, I don't just like anybody, which again, right. is hard because I'm like, fuck, fuck drag race, but I'm still like, but this cast is interesting. But like, okay, she's cute. Nothing really stands out to me. Um, she reminds me a lot of Acacia Forgot, because I'd rather see Acacia Forgot. Yeah, she I mean, does I, look like her. Yeah, I, 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 that with, oh, yeah I, I hear that. Um, so it, one thing I do want to discuss, I'm very curious. Um, before Drag Race, her drag name was also her boy name, Elliot Puckett. Why do they make her change it? Because the Elliot with two T's is quite possibly terrible. That's weird. I wonder if they just... I, Does it I sound wonder too much maybe, like fuck it? No, I think maybe he just decided since I'm going to be on Drag Race, I don't want to use my real name. Like he probably just took a note from Rue's I mean, book a, and was like, "It's a Vegas thing to like use your legal name to perform." But we've had Chet Michaels and Derek Barry before. Um, true, but Elliot right. Puckett actually sounds pedestrian. Oh, fully, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, more so Very than uh, yeah. Derek Barry and Barry Chad Michaels. Kind of sounds like it could be like. And yeah. what's <laughs> and what's interesting is for season two of Drag Race UK. That's true. Um, Drag Race UK, we're getting Joe Black, who Joe Black's yeah. out of drag name is Joe Black. Um, so yeah. just very curious <laughs> to see how things work on this show. Sometimes, um, other things we know about Elliot is she is a professional ballet dancer. We, we have seen professional ballet dancers do well on the show. She will be technically the first Rue girl to have a number in her name on the show. Obviously, we know Alaska Thunderfuck 5000 had to change her name for the show because that was not going to fly. Um, I think she's goofy. I think she's interesting. Um, she loves to laugh. She said in her Meet the Queens that she's um, um, that people think she's unapproachable. I can kind of understand that because she very she does seem a little like she well, got a wall that, up. 
that's kind of a um a quality of being like a ballet trained exactly it, it kind of just makes you into that person like very stoic and just like it's like it's a very competitive and like cutthroat world so it kind of makes you a little hard yeah <laughs> I could totally see that coming from like musical theater background and 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 being involved in that dance program life as absolutely, well absolutely um she does have a very interesting laugh I will say that it's it's um, it's not like Evie Oddly laugh where it's going to be um, put into the uh, the transitions, but very interesting laugh. <laughs> um, but I, I, what I will say is that I am a little lost on how, of all queens who applied for the show, how Elliot did get on the show because I don't I don't find anything super special about her. Um, well, I actually find her to be the least charismatic of everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I only place her above another person because she sounds more confident than that other person. And also, like, I I made my ranking only based on the Meet the Queens video and also, like, based on stuff I already kn- know about them out of the context of the show, but, like, recontextualize with how the show tends to run. Yeah. Um, she says she's been doing drag for say ten years. Um, twelve years. Twelve years. And do 12 the math. Years, do the math. Means, she's twenty six. Yeah, which means she started at the age of fourteen, which people do. It's fine. Yeah, I just like, don't believe that. For someone who started out that young, I don't necessarily feel she has that much of an edge. Like we've seen people who started very young, like Aquaria. Uh, Willem. Exactly. Uh, Gigi Good, did she start young? I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Naomi Smalls. These are like very sharp young minds. And I got the feeling that she's like in her 30s. And it may be because of what Castrada said, like the belly training that like hardens you and changes you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like I don't see like for someone who started out so young, I don't see the freshness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to throw out a burning question, rhetorical question, not necessarily we answer, but my burning question is, Elliot seems like a very average person who has been given the chance to play in the big leagues. Can she make it with some of these big personalities or will she be lost in the mix? We'll see. Um and what I will say is I think she's absolutely lost in the mix when it comes to the promo look and the reveal look. Um, yeah. The promo look is by Calvi Marquez Jr., hair by Mark Tacker. Uh, the reveal look is by Olwyn Zarlango, jewels by Tiffany Bonet, headpiece by Calvi Marquez Jr., wigs by Wigs and Grace. Love the leopard suit. I don't like it. Animal it just... print. It's it doesn't fit in with anything else. No, but like I think it's it's very clean. But I didn't like the promo look. The promo look I think is an interesting look if you're going walking around in a club I, because I'm like it's it's unique and sexy. This is not RuPaul's Drag Race promo look, um, and that's how I feel about the reveal. Also, it, it's it, these look like walk around looks. There's nothing that sets her apart. Both hairs are incredible. Um, but I'm not blown away by Elliot in either of these looks. Yeah, she looks like she's got like a like she's got like a handle on like styling and aesthetic. 
But yeah, you're right. The promo look is, I mean, a pair of capri pants. Yeah. And a ruffle top. It's just, I mean, it's pedestrian, I, just yeah, like I, the name. I'm, <laughs> I'm giving both these looks a boot. I, I'm going to toot the reveal because I would wear that, but okay, maybe okay. not in that context. And also, that filter in the Reveal. Terrible! Oh my mm. god! Washed everything out. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I don't even know if I like the animal print either. It's just kind of like the shape of it. It makes her shoulders look way big. It makes her look like old. It, yeah, and it, it makes does. her. It, it, it makes it her head her. look so. It makes her head look so tiny compared to her body. It's just like really disproportionate. I hate calling it a queen basic on a drag race promo look, but like it's cute. I think she's cute as fuck. But yeah, it's just kind of like you know. It's not a that. statement. There's no. There's yeah. no. Yeah. Bam on here. I, I'm. I don't hate them to give them a boot. I would give them a soft, a, a safe toot, a, a safe toot. A yeah. Well, the audience went for the promo look 26% toot, 74% boot. The reveal was 42% toot, 58% boot. So the audience is not feeling Elliot at this moment. So I'm, right. I'm excited to see. Um, I, I will be the first to always say, I love being wrong. Please prove me wrong. I'm not always wrong. Yeah. So being wrong about predictions on this show is like the best thing. Exactly. But That's true. Well, I think. We've said it all about Elliot, and I'm not gonna. I I'm just telling you right now. I don't. I'm gonna find it very hard to call her Elliot with two T's on this show. So, if I have to change it, I will. But I'm gonna just keep no. on calling her Elliot. Too many syllables. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Too many. Next, too many consonants. <laughs> next no, up, we have from Chicago, Illinois, Kamora Hall. Mm -hmm. Um, she's 29 years old. Um, Violet, you were the highest on Kimura, so you get to kick us off. I was the highest on her. I don't know. I was very stoned when I watched the Meet the Queen, but I've been following <laughs> for a while, and I just very much like I just liked her personality. I was like, I would hang. I don't know. I think um, part of the way I watch Drag Race now compared to the way I watched Drag Race when I was a teen was. Who would I like to like smoke a joint with outside of a club uh, if I had the chance? And something about Kamora Hall, I'm like, I like watching her perform, and I would want to smoke weed with her. Mm -hmm. I thought the look was cute. I just enjoyed all of it. Interesting, interesting. I I was on the lower side with Kamora. Um, so we know that her name comes from Kamora Lee Simmons, who was popular when she began drag. So that was a while ago. Um, <laughs> and she, she says the spelling of her name makes her unique. Um, fun oh, facts. and she's very specific on Kamora. Yeah. <laughs> um, fun facts that I learned from the Drag Race Wikia: uh, Kamora is the drag mother of Ava Young and season eleven Soju. Taj Mahal is her mother, who is also the drag mother of season twelve winner Jada Essence Hall, season eight Nasha Lopez, and season season four's Dita Ritz. She is oh. the third. Yeah. Is Jada, but Jada's not from Chicago, right? 
No, but she's Midwest no. It's queen. the pageant circle. Yeah, gotcha. Like, Taj Mahal is a big, yeah, pageant, old school pageant show girl name. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Kamora Plastic Hall Beast. is the third Vietnamese queen on the show after Kamora Black and Plastic mm. Tiara. Um, she claims that people call her the legend of the Chicago scene, and I don't really know if that's completely true, but go off, sis. Um, no, the just- Chicago scene. Oh, sorry, yeah, the ahead, Chicago scene is like kind of divided between like the old school showgirls yeah. and um the ones we know about because like they have great social media presence. Right. Um, they have this like old school scene that we don't necessarily talk about unless you're like in the circle. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, go for it. We love that. Um, yeah, no, she calls herself a glamour queen. Um, she likes shiny things. She's definitely a performance girl, and I watched I like watching some videos and stuff. She's just one of those queens who can do very little and get the crowd on her side. But this is also a show without a crowd. So I'm very interested to see if she's going to be able to translate her style of drag onto a television program. Um, That being said, I know that she has no bearings on what photo the producers pick for her promo, but this was possibly the worst photo they could have taken. You, she, this, this is closed off. She's standing straight up on profile. You don't get to see the look at all, which sucks. And I'm almost wondering if this is how they feel about her on the show. Remember James <laughs> Mansfield's p- promo? Mm-hmm. It's like it's the same thing. It literally is. So I'm very worried for Kamora Hall. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know. It seemed like she. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I from her meet the queens. I don't know anything about her, but just based on what she said, she's like, I'm not really a performer. I don't sing. I don't dance. I just stand there. And I'm like, that is not entertaining to me. Exactly. Um, yeah, my burning question is, Kamora's a legend of Chicago, but will she be a legend of Drag Race? I don't know. Um, let's talk about these looks a little bit. I'm really the soft side for those dirty personalities. Yeah. Um, they make good television. It's true. It is true. Um, so she look- only has 30 posts on her Instagram. Oh, she archived a lot. Oh, she, yeah. People archive. Oh, uh, as soon as she went on Drag Race, she was like, yeah. bye, 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 bye. Yeah, she's <laughs> exactly. She, she says she was, quote unquote, retiring. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So let's like, talk about the looks. We got an outfit by Domingo Cholula, embellishments by House of Amon, wigs by Heron Grace, gloves by Boy Nails. Reveal look is a dress and coat by. Bob Backey, hair by Wigs and Grace, jewels by G.L. Walton Essence, nails by Boy Nails. Wait, I didn't know. The purple is Bob Mackey? No, no, no. no, The the, the, the red red is Bob Mackey. Oh, the the, uh, burgundy. Yeah, she purchased it. Um, Great. Bob Mackey is an incredible designer. Not everything Bob Mackey creates is a a, a, a tooth for everybody. I I don't know if they had any rules regulations i believe she wrote on one of her posts that the theme the category was best drag sure a bob mackie look is going to be your best drag because it's going to be the biggest paycheck you've ever um given them <laughs> I, just, I don't like it am i wrong I, i'm wrong i love it the okay. I, is- I really like it doesn't silhouette. show well in the promo no it doesn't gorgeous yeah yeah the promo look i think is lovely oh. but I mean, you see it better in the Meet the Queens video. You can yeah. see how much yeah. much stoning she put into it, and the 
and the the purple feathers. But this, the yeah, purple look that they the, gave her. That's the thing about doing looks on Drag Race, is especially when the first photos and stuff come out. People who try to put a ton of rhinestones on their their costumes and stuff like that, it doesn't show. It's not even like worth it to like. Ugh, I feel right. like. And we'll get to someone I mean, who's like, it's, it's not Bob worth Matthew, it. But yeah. Um, I don't um, know. This this is the tip I have received from a former winner on the show. What she said was like, there are a lot of talented people out there, but if you want to get on the show, you have to look good on television. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't done film and TV extensively, you can't tell what's going to register well on camera. Right. Like well, stage feathers, stones sequence, amazing. Do- doesn't always show up on camera. Yeah. And and as I told someone recently working on their audition tape, they need you to already prove that you look television ready and that you are television ready. So everything that you put in your audition tape needs to look like they can literally export that and put that on their show. Right. I feel like she was one where she's been a, she's been probably named on um, Drag Bible and all those uh, uh, YouTube um, videos for years. So it was inevitable that Kamora Hall was going to be on the show at some point. Right, because she looks so polished and beautiful. Right. So she, she's ready, but I don't see her succeeding. Yeah, yeah her Meet the I Queens mean, does not inspire confidence at all. That's why no. I ranked her very low even though I like her personally. I and the exactly. gag is, is that when they're doing the Make the Queens, they already know the all the tea. So it's like, if you can't, if you can't even act like you have confidence, then we definitely can see it. You know, it's obvious. Yeah. But. Um, as far as the looks, I personally am booting both of them. I'm tooting both I, of them. Yeah, I'm tooting the purple. And I don't, I don't hate the Bob Mackie dress, so I'll toot it as well. The the purple, I mean, it's gorgeous. You can't. It's not like it's super creative or an original, but because honestly, it kind of harkens back to plastic tiara with the feathers and the pa- the pastel colors. Very that. But it's beautiful. She looks beautiful. I give it a yeah. toot. Violet, where are you landing? Toot. I think it's cute as fuck. Like, I'm into that. The yeah, audience for the promo look went 69% toot, 31% boot. Nice. The reveal was 60% toot, 40% boot. So, in there, but meh. All right. Next up, it's Miss Lalari. Larico Potts, 30 years old from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I will start this one off. Her name is play on her first name, Lariko. Uh, she is the daughter of fellow contestant Tamisha Iman, as this will be the first mother-daughter competitors in franchise history. Gag. Um, we learned in her Meet the Queens video that she gained about 20 pounds since COVID. So that must have sucked getting ready for the show. Ugh, um, yeah, because then she's going to look skinnier on the show. Uh, she's gonna hate to see that. That sucks. Um, she's been doing drag for three years, and I'm gonna call it my burning question right now: Will she be a leotard girl all season long? I, uh, I you know that's a yes. 
I know it is. And that's, that's sad and scary. (laughs) It's like how you get on the show. I was very intrigued because like, like when her name says Lalaurie, I was like, I thought Delphine Lalaurie. Yeah. Uh, And I thought that was a really clever play. And also was she the one who said she loves Rihanna or was it Simone? Um, So it's like, in terms of like picking a name, I was like, you're very clever and you got so far so quick because you are that girl. We may have like another Vanji kind of situation. Um, but nothing about her uh, Meet the Queens video inspires confidence either. Both she yeah. and her mother claim to be the complete package, but then she admits Lollary admits to not being able to sell. So, mm-hmm. so- <laughs> mm. listen again, as we just discussed about Kamara, if you've got confidence in your audition tape, you have a good shot again on the show. If you have a personality, right. they're going to put you on the show. Everything I've seen of her so far, she's got a personality, maybe not the confidence, yeah. but she's definitely there as someone who's going to be a talking head for as long as she's present. I just don't see her being the star of the show. Not at all. Yeah. And what makes me more mad is that I wanted other and drag daughter duo on Drag Race and they took it from me. (laughs) Yeah, they took it. Well, and we'll get to we'll get to why uh, the other one got on, I'm sure, in a bit. But these look Castrada, who's your mother? Laguna. (laughs) Oh, okay. And she's like Personally, in my personal opinion, I think she's totally going to be on the next season. But I think so too. So it's inevitable. And I, I mean, you don't have to put this in your tape, but I was like, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting ready for my tape as well. And I was like, can you just imagine if we both got on at the same time? I was like, that would be terrifying because she's a monster. Listen, it's not about who did it first. It's about who did it better. <laughs> yeah, That's I mean, listen, I, no, I want her. I want her to get on, and I want her to win. Because listen, I think she's the best. I will, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but Lala Ree, she got she got no shot of winning. I'm, I'm not see her in this cast. But we're we're jumping ahead. So yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. jumping ahead. We're going to we're joining season fourteen already, y'all. <laughs> but Lala Ree, Lala Ree, Lala Ree, what are you wearing, girl? Um, your promo look. There's no designers listed on Instagram. Don't know why. Um, Gag. The, the re- reveal. The look is by Chris Tyler Design. Wig by Katie Cakes Taylor. Um, I'm just gonna say it. Color blocking wise, I fucking love the promo look. Okay, it's I love sexy. it. It's, it's sexy. It's unique. It's something we've never seen before. It's it's it, I I enjoy it. The hair works. It's very pedestrian though. Done with this, I'll hook you up with Nature Canopy. Just gotta be patient with me, okay? Thank you. Are you talking about the the the, the, the promo look? The pink with the mint. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the bodysuit's cute. I don't. I mean it's it's it's, it's a leotard. It's bodysuit. It's, it's yeah. Is it um, special? No, I like the color combo. Club, if I yeah. Look at the performance, look at the club, I'd be gagged. But like, again, yeah. it's like a little too business casual for Drag Race. 
it's not a good first impression. No. No, it's... there's nothing that's like, wow, look at this. And like, I love a bodysuit. Like, you just gotta do something with it. <laughs> like, um, you know, like the one thing they say every year. And then, and then this reveal look. I very much am like, this is Donna Meagle if she's out in the club. Like, this is Retta realness. I don't even remember what the reveal look is. It's, it is a leotard that is black and red. It's got with, like feathery arms. Yeah. Fuzzy it's, arms and black thigh highs. Th- th- this is a club this look. Th- this is. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> This no, is literally what you wear. Um, yeah, to do a number. Soft tooth for promo, right. boot for reveal. Yeah, I, again, like if the re- if they are told the re- the reveal yeah. look is supposed to be best drag, I'm terrified for this girl. I'm giving <laughs> honestly, I'm giving both a boot because the bad impression on the mint one and the wig on the other one is just like this flat like boring and i don't know it's just like i've seen it yeah i i really would love to see her do well because she seems like a fun time gal but it's a very southern like southern drag like a lot of my like this is something that i would see a lot of like my houston sisters wearing like no tea no shade no pink lemonade but it's just like it's a very southern like dancer girl Mm -hmm. costume yeah, that's like if you're on Drag Race, you need to show yeah. some couture, you know, especially for your first impression. Yeah, I'm gonna give her promo look a two, mostly because I do like the color story she's giving me, but the reveal is definitely an absolute boot. Yeah, yeah. love the name though. I don't like giving boots, so I'm gonna have to boot that look because again, super cute club look. The audience okay. went 38% toot, 62% boot on the promo. For the reveal, they went 35% toot, 65% boot. So the audience was not really having Lala Ree in her first impressions. But guess what? We talked about Lala Ree. It's logical. Let's talk about her mama now. It is Tamisha Amon, also known as Kevin Crawford. Hometown, Birmingham, Alabama. Current city, Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, you can start us off here. I love her. Okay, tell us She's why, so please. Old school. please. I, I, I love what she said. Like, it takes a Tamisha to put an Iman together. I was like, ooh. Gives me the ooh-ah-ah sensations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and like she says, she's the full package. And she seems to be able to hold up the technical side of things. She can like, she can do, she can sew, she can style, she can dance, she can perform. Um, but what else does she have to offer in the context of the show? I will tell you. I will tell you right now. I'll tell you what she has. She's got the storyline. She's a cancer survivor. That is how she Uh, got on the show. Oh, I I shall eat it up. I am ready. I am hungry. Um, Because we did see that in one of the um, trailers, I believe. But she is a cancer survivor. Um, some more facts about her. She won two national drag pageants as the title holder of Miss Black Universe 2000 and Miss Gay US of A 2005. She's been doing drag since 1990, so probably a lot of before some people on this. Literally, I was born in 93. 
91. Um, so now, <laughs> when the cast when the cast came out, uh, someone on Wikipedia put her age down, and I'm fairly certain it's not her actual age. I'm sh- I think she's in her 50s, but someone put down that cool. her age was 77. And I was like, <laughs> that's shady. But also, if you're 77 looking this good, bitch, you go, you deserve a crown. Yeah, um, bitch. Yeah. She yeah. also revealed that she has 60 plus living drag children, 30 Mark. plus that have passed away. Oh my god. Very interesting. I want to know this story. But oh but god. more interesting facts about her. She has two biological daughters and one biological son. This will make her the sixth brew girl with children after Tempest DuJour, Mrs. Kasha Davis, Nicole Page Brooks, Tyra Sanchez, and Megan Schoenbrode from uh, Drag Race Holland. Wait, what um, was that? What, say that again? I'm sorry. She got this kids. Is... She's got real kids. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I love that. Love all the plot lines the show's getting out of her. Whoa. I think she is lost. She is a buffet. She is lost on this show. I don't know how um, she's going to survive with these little literal children. We need um, a Tamisha Iman show. She, if you watch any of her social media, she does not know how to use it. And th- in this day and age of drag, you got to know how to use social yeah, media pretty damn well. Oh, yeah. Geez, baby. I have a feeling that um, she's going to have her. more than anything. I think that she's. I think she's gonna probably have a lot of like great one-liners and lots of great Mm -hmm. little quotable moments, Mm -hmm. and then she's gonna like probably like third or fourth or fifth. Yeah, I mean, I have her out first because I just, I'm I'm not inspired necessarily by her on the show. Um, And I'm, I mean, she can. She's obviously incredibly skilled at what she does and Mm -hmm. has mastered the art of drag and has been doing it for so long and that's like so admirable but when it comes to being on a reality tv competition it just requires a certain amount of now if if, you told me yeah i feel like if you told me that tamisha was going to be on season three four five i can understand that that was that i feel like it was her time for drag race the show has evolved so much where social yeah. media plays such a big role. My burning question is, will her age be the Achilles heel or, or is she just here for a storyline? Both of her... I hope um, she stays on longer than they want her around. That I would, <laughs> I, yeah. But like, but again, I the social media uh, weariness I have, she didn't design it, uh, list any of her designers for either look. So I don't know. I mean, she probably made everything herself. Yeah, she said, Plus I made everything, bitch. Um, but there are some queens who will own that and like make sure they say that they did. But let's talk about these looks. But I feel a little like bit. the old school queens are just so used to that. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like, also, it sounds like she's a tech grandpa. Yeah, probably. But I this promo look. How how are we feeling about the promo look? This little cotton candy, um, roughly bottom. Meh. Thanks. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, it's basic. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's again doesn't stand out. I th- again color story. I like it, but it's nothing. She's special. wearing a breast. She's obviously wearing, she's wearing a breastplate, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, so um, that's why her neck is like this in the photo. Yep. Oh yeah, because she because she's not wearing jewelry. Like, put a necklace on, girl. 
Well, she yeah. probably has the one that goes up to your like right. throat. Hey, so much. Those yeah. Hey, so don't much. be hating my titties. <laughs> Listen, I hate mine just as much. <laughs> they so, look great when you're man. like, they look great from like this angle. Yeah. Um, and then this room. <laughs> the, yeah, the reveal look. Um, that's a lot of pride feathers going on on that little cape wing thing she got going on. But again, it's a walk around look. This can't be your best drag if that is the category. I need okay. a reminder of what it looks like, but it, I yeah, know I didn't I'm like it. I'm going to look now. I will, I will uh, grab I don't it. Uh, it's not showing. It's blurring yeah, it with a backdrop. <laughs> I don't even see it. Oh, I see it here. Oh, oh I do. yeah. We That's do not boot. stand. That's a boo. Yeah, it's no bueno. It's just there's yeah. too many... Um, there's too much trimming going on. That's like, like it's it's, it's classic um, drag. It's it's classic drag. Like the way that it's like glued on the shoulders. Like it oh, just looks up. like. I just. I, look, uh, I mean, I'm, I don't know if it's glued, but I'm just saying it just looks like so. She needs to edit. Yeah. Like I, is she going for like so? She looks like saloon girl on top with the feather in the hair, and then it's like pageant, and then it's like feather Miss Universe. Like what is happening? Yeah, I'm giving both of these boots. Sadly, yeah, boots. Yeah, it's a boot. Yeah, it's all boot. The promo. I would watch the Tamisha Iman show. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, we'll see what she's going to yeah. bring, but the audience for the promo Very look, 43% toot, 57% boot. Reveal, 37% toot, 63% boot. Um, again, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I want to be proven wrong. I just don't know if she's going to bring anything besides that tearful storyline, and I'm almost worried that that's coming out day one. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be in the first episode because they're going to have to get her narrative out Exactly. All completed her whole arc before she's eliminated. That's it. All right. Next up, the queen who's sticking with her own name. It's Joey J, thirty years old from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, current city Phoenix, Arizona. And to kick us off with Joey is Castrada. Sis Uh-oh. is fine. Sis <laughs> oh, is very fine. Listen, I've been I'm, following I'm gonna... Joey since before. Um, long time ago because i was like damn who is that i so have it too. like popped up on my explore or something and i was like yeah that's how i started following her <laughs> we, we have definitely nothing naughty we have definitely uh dm'd each other uh there Work. was a chance that um if joey was coming to DragCon new york last year uh we were going to book her for a show at icon um Burke. this is again before drag race but i i, I knew this one was going to be famous at some i would have been like <laughs> like gorgeous like this yeah, is trade. so attractive um and yeah gives you like a little like a little with the glasses like a little like nerdy and then like uh just like, such a cutie mm-hmm. yeah well we learned that Joey hates wearing wigs and drag, and that is going to be a plot line, I'm sure, because my burning question is she's the lipstick oh, lips at the end of the season, but it's going to come down to the wig. Will Michelle question Joey's lack of wig on the runway? And the answer is obviously going to be duh. Uh, <laughs> fun yeah, fact, and then, and then 
He's gonna wear a wig and get eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very that. Very that. Um, here's a fun fact I learned. Yeah. So fun fact. At one point in time, Joey, Jada Essence Hall, Trixie Mattel, and James Mansfield all lived in the same apartment complex in Milwaukee. What? That's crazy. Wow, the stuff of legends. Yeah. Wow. Um, that fucking apartment complex made legends. Yeah, they that so, so cool. But Joey competed in male talent pageants before starting drag and was in a, was a top twelve finalist in Miss Gay US of A in twenty eighteen. That makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I uh, love Joey J. I will thirst over Joey J. We have DM'd here and there, nothing naughty, but man, the crush is real. <laughs> um, but girl, she comes off as a villain on screen, and I can just feel it already. She is going to play it up. Um, I really love Joey's approach to drag and what she said in terms of like... <laughs> I'm very feminine out of drag, but very butch in drag. I I don't mind the lack of wigs. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I worry about her wearing bodysuits all the time. Because yeah, like so- she accessorized with capes, jewelry, color on her hair. Everything works out, but it's always pants with her. Right and 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 long sleeves. Uh, she is someone who does not shave the body at all. Yeah. Um. And she's a little furry. So that's that's an aesthetic, and that's fine. Um. But in the context of the competition, exactly. That will probably be the downfall. Versatility. Um, exactly. Need. And let let's be real. She probably is versed, but when she opens that mouth, she is definitely a blouse. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 voice is gay as shit. Um, let's talk about these looks a little bit Um, the promo look is by Alicia Winters jewels by uh, oh, I don't know who the jewels are I didn't list it Uh, hair by Joshua Paul and that's um, a dye job FYI the reveal look is by Colin Felvey hair is by Georgina the doll headpiece by Bree St. James I really 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 love this promo look um, because Mm, it is so dominating it is so in your face that she is here and she is going to make a statement and the statement is not wearing a wig um could this look and wearing pants with a cape yeah could 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 this be even more dynamic if a queen wore this with a wig maybe but this is i think quintessential what joey j is in drag that's a job it's fierce it's fine i think doesn't matter what's under the wig as long as it looks good yeah. yeah, as long as the look is a look, you know, I'm here for it. Or like, just like, make it look great, and it looks great. I love it. A wig does not make a drag queen. Right, and then cut yeah. to the promo look. She's like, okay, fine. You want to uh, talk about me and my wigs? I'm giving you a wig. I got a rocker ponytail going on. Mm. Yeah, that's just, looks like it's just a flat unit that she puts something on top of. Like, I yeah. I don't like the reveal look. It looks like a very yeah. weird take on Diego Montoya. Mm-hmm. It's it, it almost reminds me. She's like, I'm a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how like the outfit drips feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
and the yeah. color mm. it's very muted it's very muted um it's busy I, but muted at the same time which like why uh, exactly and again following joey for as long as i have this doesn't feel like joey j to me no but yeah. i still and enjoy I'll, it yeah and i, I hate that i hate that, that it, i'm sorry no, okay. I, I hate that nude panel in the, that's covering her chest because she has the hairy chest. It just, right. like, really takes me out of it because I could see the bra behind it, too. Right, and if you're going to do like, a nude panel, stone the fuck out of it. Yeah, like, yeah. give me some... Or just cover or it with on. fabric. Or do, yeah, like, something. I, mm. I mean, I like I like the purple. I think that... I think that it needs to be modified or edited. I don't like the clashing fabrics. I don't like the cape fabric. I think it's mm-hmm. hideous. I and feel like, uh, sorry. and uh, I, I really don't like the legging fabric either. The jacket is great. I do like the earring to the nose, little piercing. That's always really fierce. But I think for the purple, I would toot from the top up. And um, the unicorn look is just a boot for me. That's fair. I'm I'm going to to both of these looks. So far, yeah. these are of the five we've talked about the most dynamic. Ella, what were you gonna say? You just saying that because oh. you want to suck his dick. I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. I Sorry, like baby's that. present. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep. I'm kidding. He doesn't know what any of that is. Okay. <laughs> um, and the other kids are watching the boom of food. What the fuck have I turned into? I feel like such a fucking dad. You're the nanny. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I feel like I really liked the 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 way Bruce looked. That felt like uh, they're feeling their fantasy. And the other look, I kind of basically forgot about right away. It kind of felt like the, oh, fuck, I'm on Drag Race. I have to do what they like, but kind of missing the mark a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it didn't feel like something that they were comfortable in. So it wasn't really my speed. But it doesn't look bad. Nobody looks bad. Nobody That's looks fair. bad. The audience for the promo look went 64% to 36% boot. The reveal, they went 76% to 24% boot. So they really like that one. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Joey J. I really want, I know I ranked her higher because I want to see more, but I don't know if Joey J will last that long uh, simply because I can just see the battle between her and Michelle. I think she'll be in the middle of the pack. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We will see. Well, next up was our first tie based on our rankings. The way we wow. broke this tie is whoever had the highest um, individual ranking would get the higher score. So this person did not have a higher ranking than the one after. But we right now will be talking about Miss Utica Queen. Uh, Ethan <gasps> Munt, 25 years old from Utica, Minnesota, currently lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, we are going to start with Violet. Which one is she? I'm sorry, I forgot. Utica is... She's the tall bitch with the yeah. mismatched shoes. Okay. All right. Well, if, if it says anything, I just forgot which one she was. All right, that, so... that's fair, that's fair. 
Uh, you you did no rank her pretty low. Yeah, again, like I like everyone's look. Everyone looks great, but just like nothing really like jumped out to me. Her personality wasn't that interesting. See, I completely disagree. She is so kooky and a bit spooky and weird and fun. And I am so excited for Utica because it's like Evie oddly, but not. It's so she's so fun. Um, She is a seventh day Adventist. Uh, She is named after the town she's from. Uh, her fashion is colorful. Tim Burton meets biblical painting. Um, she's bizarre and interesting. And I, I just want to see how the others react to her because she just seems like she's out there. Um, and, and the performances I did watch, she's a goofball on stage. Very, very goofy. My favorite is her performance as Swedish chef. So oh stupid. I it's, I love mind. it. Okay, I like her now. Yeah, I am very excited for you to. You should see the way she wiggles that mustache. I don't know how she made it, but like the mustache wiggles as she lip sings. So like she's very crafty. She, yeah, she can like paint and be glamorous, but I'm very happy that she chose not to be that. Uh, Her reveal look is a statement, uh, but it is an old look that has already like. Yes. been featured on her um, Instagram before she went to film. <clears throat> um, I know her from the internet and she's a very, like, very fun gal. Yeah. My burning question is, as I say, Utica is the Rose Nyland of the season. She's a bit off. She's a bit strange, but she's lovable. But is Utica a winner? No. No. <laughs> I'm I I'm excited for her. I think uh, her her duality look is super super fabulous. Um, very very creative and looks really polished. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 sewing with the yarn balls on the head that look is incredible. Yeah. Um, and she's obviously like very creative and I think that she's going to have some really, really awesome looks in the show, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, her runways are going to be exceptional. I can already tell. Um, I just hope I don't get sick of the like terminally delightful thing that she's trying to bend a la creme moment. You know, yeah, that'll it's going to give me that. I hope that that's like she t- can turn that off, you know? Yeah. So her promo look, look by Utica, headpiece by Ms. Meg's legs. Um, the other look, the reveal look is look by Utica. Uh, so we know Utica knows how to sew. Utica knows how to design. Um, so I'm very excited for whatever runways are going to come our way. Because um, of the concepts. Yeah, the concepts are going to be key because these two looks do marry each other very well. I think they are probably the most paired perfectly of all the queens um, for the promo and the reveal. Uh, so I'm excited by her vision. I just don't know if she can win. But again, I think, she'll make it, is, I think she might make it pretty far. I, I, I think agree. she'll make and it mid. I, I think we, I feel the same way about her, the way I felt about Evie Oddly, where I was so excited about Evie, but I didn't see her as a winner and look what happens. Um, here's the thing. She may end up being someone like Milk or going as far as Katya, but I don't think she'll go as far as Evie. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be very interesting. 
Um, I just I can tell. You know, double check the, the Meet the Queens again. I feel like such a turd. I'm like, why don't I remember this? She's because she's the last one. Yeah, she's the very last one. I actually oh. didn't watch her Meet the Queens to the end because it was like, I know you. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I think it's it's she's going to be very interesting on the show um, because she is going to be a chameleon in in a, in a way. Um, and I'm just mostly excited to see how she interacts with everybody else because she she definitely seems like she's from the Midwest. Yes, I agree. <laughs> the audience for the promo look went 89% toot, 11% boot. Reveal 84% toot, 16% boot. Pretty on. Yeah, I give her both toots for sure. Yeah, toot. So tied with her, but the one who's going to get the spot up from New York City is Miss Candy Muse, um, oh. 26 years old. Uh, so if you are living under a rock, then you may not know this, but Candy is part of the House of Aja, as Aja is her drag mother and Dahlia Sin is her drag sister. Um, Candy is also known for the meme, sitting alone in the VIP. Mm-hmm. There was a, a, a thing on the Wikipedia. I don't know if this is fact, but I'm going to read it because... It's very interesting if it is true, but rumor has it that she was cast on season 12, but had to drop and was replaced by her sister, Dahlia Sin. If someone can confirm this for me, I would love to know. I think this is, can you confirm it? I've never yes. heard. Okay. Yes. Wait, you, you can? Yes. What I, the I, fuck? Uh what can you I tell can't, us? I, I can't disclose details here. Okay, that's because, fine. That's fine. But, but I, I will tell you. But it is true. She was supposed to be on last season. Uh, then there was a casting switch. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, she is that bitch. I will she just is. say right now, I never sought out to go see Candy in New York City at a show because it was uh, whenever I would see her... the. I all I was here would be her talking and not see drag. I'm like, I, I don't need that. I can watch that on Instagram live. Um, do I appreciate Candy? Absolutely. Do I think she's going to be a reality TV star? 100. Yes. She has <laughs> the personality we need and deserve on Absolutely. this show. The, like again, there is a difference between being a drag queen and a reality star. Candy Muse is a reality star. Oh yeah. We just didn't know she was until now. Um. I mean, we knew when she was going live on Instagram. Well, right. But yeah, this is going to be fun (laughs) television. Will she give us the best looks? Fuck no. Fun television, though. I don't know. I think that she's going to gag. I mean, this, the mint with the hair is a shoot. That is like a sickening fucking... Yeah, but I think she's going to do thick old glamour really well. Yeah, I agree. I think she's really going to bring it in the fashion department. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like Candy's also, like, had so much family on Drag Race at this point that it's kind of like, here, have all these different perspectives. Like, she's had some coaching, you know? Yeah, she will know how to conduct herself. Yeah. Right. Oh, goodness gracious. I mean, my burning question is, she is the personality that will come off well on camera, now, will the performance match? I think so. Actually, yes, because she can do stuff. She sure can okay. do stuff. She can 
And that's the thing. She's just so lovable. She's going to be so lovable. Rue's going to eat her up. Michelle's going to eat her up. All the judges are going to eat her up. Yeah, and she's gonna fight the girls in the workroom. Oh, she will. She's gonna, I have a feeling she's gonna be almost like an Alyssa. Maybe not to the same degree, or maybe not yet. But Candy has a little more awareness than Alyssa ever did. With True. The, with her comedy. Um, but these looks because Alyssa didn't know she was funny until right, Alyssa, yeah. <laughs> seeing her solve. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so the looks. Let's talk about who made them. Uh, the promo look, dressed by Diego Montoya, jewels by Rick Lynn Jewelry, hair by Wig Chapel. The reveal was look by Ray Ortiz, fur by Adrian Landau, hair by Diana Dash. And I believe this is Diana's Drag Race debut. Work. Whoa. Like I said, <laughs> I think this, uh, the pinup is definitely pinup. She nailed the, the category. She, she did exactly what she was told to do. The hair is perfection. Yeah, the hair is not something you ever would see on Candy, but it's fun. Like she's hiding stuff in it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want to talk about she's hiding something, it's it's this the reveal look. Like, what is in that hair? I don't like this look as a full package. I I like I like the mint one more than I like the black and white one. Do I hate the black and white one? No, I do think that it is a look, and I think that it's complete and it's like fully realized is it's it my Brooklyn. favorite look no no yeah. it doesn't yeah it's very loud it's very like it's on brand um yeah. for for the reveal look i like the bodysuit i like the updo i don't like the hair coming down though and i don't like the fur mm-hmm. so i like individual elements of the reveal look but that's how i feel too not yeah. overall but i like the mint look Oh, it's cool. It's Give perfection. It me. I do like the mint look a lot. It, yeah, it's it's stunning. Like pussy slightly out, garter skirt. Yeah, it's it's sexy. It's sexy. And that's the thing. It's like you wouldn't necessarily say Candy Muse is always sexy, but this is sexy. And no, the hair is always sexy. <laughs> okay, fine. It's always sexy. The hair think, is fucking impeccable. Yeah, and I and I think that's what bothers yeah. me about the reveal look is that is not necessarily performance or movement hair. That is photo shoot hair. And you can tell when it starts like fall down a little bit when she's moving around. Oh yeah. Um, it's so I think that's like, Yeah. Um, but even the, the, the top circle thing is it, in some photos, it's like fleeting Tower of Pisa. Um, I think what we're getting at is Candy is a unique drag artist are you guys doing there and candy is going to light up drag race i'm excited i'm so excited i knew her time was going to come at some point oh he's in the bathroom this is the right time anytime sooner was not going to work Candy is kind of gonna be like the opposite of heidi in closet she's gonna be like but like She's gonna be cunt and not like oblivious and sweet. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna be shady. She's probably gonna have a few shady moments, and um, she's gonna be really funny. Lots of quotable moments, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of her being shady, uh, this is my request to the viewing audience: 
Please don't be hasty to cancel Candy. She's going to say a lot of problematic shit. <laughs> um, yeah. But I like to think she has a good heart. Um, she is House of Aja is like proper Brooklyn hood. And they've had like rough upbringings and they've had to navigate really hard to get really hard to get where they are even within the brooklyn scene the quote-unquote founders of brooklyn would label them as you are too street you can't sit with us until they got famous so uh please understand where they're coming from and give them a little slack and give them like time and space to grow they do yeah i i think candy is going to be aided simply by the fact aja did well on all stars and Dahlia was Dahlia um, because at the end of the day, she's not either of them. She is her own individual member of House of Aja. Oh, they're so. still House of Aja? I thought they're Dollhouse now. Well, they're Dollhouse, Sorry, but uh, had- we're talking about like Candy Muse in the context of Aja's daughter. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it. Sorry, I had to, I had to uncover yeah, it. It's, it's, I'm excited. Like, again, I. Not the my winner pick, but she's she's gonna be good TV. She'll be back for yeah. an all-star season, I'm sure. Um, oh my god, yes. And, and when and when the time is right and she can tour America, <clears throat> she's going to destroy the world. Oh yeah, I mean she's already like a loved internet personality, so yeah. oh yeah, she's a fun host. I like watching her thoughts, so I'm here for it. Um, as far as toots and boots, I am going to toot the promo and boot the reveal. Toot and soft toot. Okay. Violet. Oh, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her two toots. All right. And Castrata, what are you going to do? You're on mute. Sorry, a toot for the mint and a soft toot. Is that your stuff? Mm -hmm. So the audience went 80% 20% boot on the promo. And then the reveal was 51% toot, 49% boot. And what I would like to say is um, I had written everything down based on, um, on what I had seen. And someone named Ryan, um, calling you out, bitch, even though you're not going to listen to my fucking podcast, um, went in last minute and put his uh, votes in, which then caused the, originally it was a 50-50 split for the reveal, and wow. then he moved it over to a 50-50. So, Ryan, this is all your fault. I wanted to, I wanted to be able to say it was the first 50-50 on Block Talk history because we've never gotten one, but not happening now. All right, Got next it. up, we are Sticking with New York City, it is Olivia Lux, uh, Fred Carlton, 26 years old, from Bueno, New Jersey, current city, New York City, New York. Um, we are going to start here with Emmy. I don't know her. Is that a shady thing, or is that no? You uh, no, I her? actually don't know her, but like she seems very likable and lovely person. She, she, she is. Um, I like how she presents herself and she seems very reassured in who she is and what she loves to do, but in the context of the show, doesn't inspire that much confidence. 
Interesting. Okay. Interesting. All right. All right. Like all right. she talks about her age and her inexperience, and I was like, I don't think you should be talking about that. Because think... like she's obviously a very capable person who came up really quickly thanks to her own merits. So like I know of her and I know her own reputations. Um but like is she's like trying to be humble with others I think or what her... does she actually not make it that far? No, I think what her perspective is in the context of what she said of being quote unquote inexperienced. Oh is inexperienced in the sense of New York. She is someone who is in the realm of like just above baby queen in New York. She's still getting her footing. And okay, but like she's nowhere, doing cabaret shows like a couple of years in at Club Coming, which is a big deal. Yes. Mm. Um, I mean, listen, this is my podcast. I can say the shit I want to say on my podcast. If the world wasn't the world we were in and COVID didn't happen, she had like, re- after the finale of season three of Iconic, she had messaged me being like, I, I didn't get a chance to introduce myself in person, but I uh, was, re- you did an incredible show. I can't wait to compete in season four. So look, we could have had fucking Olivia Lux wow. in Iconic. And guess what? She almost it's applied so for Drag Race Star as well. So like, I feel very shafted in life that I didn't get the opportunity to have that professional relationship with Olivia, but Mm -hmm. I do appreciate everything she does because I have been able to watch her grow mostly through the context of her working with, well, no, with her working with Nicolonoscopy. For those who. Oh, I didn't know they worked together. if, If you go back in time, I don't know if there are a lot of images left, but. Olivia evolved into working with a lot of the people Nicole worked with and it shows. And I mean, these fucking looks are cunt. They're fucking gorgeous. Um, I would, I will say Olivia, because she is a musician and works with other artists a lot. I think she would do well in terms of navigating the workroom and communicating with other girls. Uh, I have absolute confidence in that. She's going to be the underdog. She is an underdog. She's definitely going to be like, I think that she's playing humble in her interviews Mm -hmm. because she wants to come off as this like innocent and inexperienced (laughs) person so that when people watch her, they're going to be like, oh, this bitch is fierce. She's going to be like, she's trying to get that Valentina edit. You know what I'm saying? How Valentina was like, I've been doing drag for nine months. (laughs) And then the fucking first episode, she comes on the runway and everyone's like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, my, my burning question is, she is camera ready with a big smile. Will she get the underdog at it? And I really do think she's going to. Um, I hope she does. I, I'm very excited for Olivia. I know that. Um, Listen, she comes from musical theater. She- exactly. Yeah. I mean, here's another yeah. fun fact, because again, my podcast, so I can obviously shit. got that already. Um, we, Harriola and I had originally asked her to be part of Alation Disney mm-hmm. and she wouldn't get back to us. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? That's weird. Cause like she and I were, we were fine. She wouldn't get on Then Then things started to come out and I was like, sense. oh, she's getting ready for drag race. Cause she finally was like, oh no, I'm sorry. I can't do it. And I was like, you can just send a video. She didn't respond. I was like, oh, that's why. Cause you can't be promoted that while you're away. Yeah. I, uh, and so. I remember, I remember when 
like I had heard whispers and she had been posting on her like social media on her stories like this was like in the pandemic before mm-hmm. they went out to the show She's like, oh, just feeling inspired to learn how to sew. Yeah. I'm, just <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you inspired, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, she's, I mean, she has sewn some pretty great, great garments. If you look at her social media. She has. And I mean, she's the saying, Ikea, the look, the Ikea look. Way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she's, she, she's definitely she's going got to an think- eye for it. She's definitely mm-hmm. got an eye for creativity and fashion and beauty and glamour. She's going to be um, a fan favorite. Stand. Yeah, I think she'll stand out for sure. Miss Congeniality? Yes, she'll be Miss Congeniality, and I very much feel like she's going to be, I, I put her in the fifth spot. I think she's going to be in that Bendelacram, Ms. Cracker, Katya spot where she's the Rob Goddess of the season. And then she'll come back like, in All-Stars and be incredible. Yep, very, I very much I, Yeah, I very much see that's her I, trajectory. It's just so weird because like I used to do shows with her and like, Bye. like, uh, and, and that's and that's why for me it's so interesting to have this kind of connection because we'll get to other people in my connection to them later. Yeah, like, but yeah, this feels like a real person on a reality show. Mm-hmm. Like she was just doing competition circuit just before COVID hit. Yeah. So like, I didn't see it coming, but when I saw it happen, I was like, "All right, I'm here for this." For, for like, me, it was the. The second she started working with Abraham Levy and seeing how she looked in his yeah. looks, that was the second I was yeah. like, she will be a rude girl one day. It's just a matter of when. Oh, yeah. She looks like a fucking fairy. Hmm. Like, she's so she's pretty. I'm, I'm stunning. She's absolutely stunning. And even out of drag, like, that oh. is one of the most beautiful, infectious smiles I've ever seen on a human. Yeah, she's got a really great smile. So perfect. Like I, if she wants to do Broadway, she'll probably end up getting to do Broadway. Like she'll do the a national tour, Kinky Boots. Um, so like seeing I don't know about her all, all the cast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Estrada will be in um the national tour of something else. Don't worry. Yeah, and I'll uh, be the lead. Her <laughs> all the cast was like seeing Jackie Cox. Yes, absolutely. All the cast because like oh yeah, it's a friend makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk yeah. about these looks a little bit. Uh, the promo look, the dress and hair are by Domino Couture. The reveal is the look by, you guessed it, Abraham Levy. Um, I'm going to say it. I think these are the best looks for both. I really, I personally am in love with both of them. Um, I'm gagged that she was able to even get Domino to make her anything because she's so busy all the time. Yeah. But of course, for Drag Race, every designer is like, yeah. Um, I think that the Domino look is incredible. Um, I kind of like am here and there with the cape. Like, I cape silhouette uh, is weird. Yeah, I I don't. I'm not sure if I like the silhouette. I think that's what it is. I wish it was draped a little differently, but I don't know how. Or just not lifted and just like draped, but. I still think it looks cunt and it looks expensive. Mm-hmm. And I know it was expensive, so. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I don't remember the um, reveal look. Can it's the black. From- it's the black. It's the black with like, the purple hair. Abraham Levy. Um, it's not on her Instagram. Yeah. No, it's, going, it's probably on the RuPaul Drag Race. It's also on Abraham's. Can you see it? It's this one. 
Oh, that. Uh, yeah, I love both. Yeah, the, it, it, it's the color combo because it's not like straight black. It's like that silvery black. And it's like it, matte leather. It's, it's, yeah. it's pleather black. It's so sexy. I, okay. Uh, I love Abraham and um, uh, I'm, I'm, this is not my favorite. That's fair. That's fair. I, it's not my favorite look that he's made. Um, I think it's just the way that it goes across. I think it just makes her look big. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's already really big. She's tall. Very tall. So I feel like she is? She, yeah, she's like she's like six two or six. Yeah. She's oh. six up. She's definitely six feet. Oh yeah. I thought she was like she's... five eight. No, no, no she's she's, tall, she's pretty but... tall. Um, so I feel like it doesn't do her I don't know, it just doesn't do her silhouette justice to me. That's fair. It looks expensive, like it looks fine. It's good, it's quality, like it's expensive drag, but it just doesn't I don't know. It's not my favorite look he's ever made. I'm going to give both of them a two. I, yeah, as I said, I love them both. I give them both a two, but the black one is soft too. Just because, like, it's a complete look and I don't hate it. Yeah. I mean, taking over everything. Uh, tooth both. Um, but, like, soft tooth for the promo look because I don't like the cape. Okay. The audience was 87% yeah. toot, 13% boot on the promo. The reveal was 71% toot, 29% boot. So, I think we're all feeling Olivia. And again, she's I'm one of the most excited for. Next up is our next tie. And we're going based on who had the higher ranking. So the next person had the lower uh, overall. Stick with New York. It's Tina Burner. Uh, Christian hey. Sieber, 39 years old, 40 years old. One of those. Um, Castrata, you're going to start us off, please. So I, obviously, I said earlier, I love Tina Verner. I think she's a mad, crazy person, and she's been doing it for so long. She's a legend. I hate this dress. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, yeah. Listen, Mm -hmm. she's not known for being a fashion icon, and she even says that in the Meet the Queens. Yeah. I like the reveal more, the flowy, the flowy like caftan type, mm-hmm. like Grecian look with the giant hair. I just don't like this color hair with this dress. That's my the, problem too. The gold, it's because the What's gold. What's Tina and that hair? It's just because she's burner and she's fire and like that's like mm-hmm. her thing. But like, she loves that. But like her, this it's just a, it's the gold with the yellow that are clashing. That is, they're not, not the same it. yellow. And that's yeah. Yeah. So like at fir- first glance, <laughs> I thought this was photoshopped from something she's already had because I was wondering if like maybe she wasn't there because of you know the health issues, and they had to just photoshop her in. This literally looks like she does not match the rest of the cast in this the group photo. Um, yeah, yeah, she stands because up, the hair like it's in the, the wrong way. Yeah. Um, now the 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 other dress, looking at it again, I'm a little less impressed. But um, <laughs> the hair is epic. It's it's very Tina Burner, like it's very on brand. Yeah, she looks fine. I give that one still a soft. It's a two. So we learned that um, she's a massive fan of Tina Turner, and that's what her name is in honor of. But we also know it's because you know the other right Tina. 
Uh, she can't say it on TV though. Um, what I learned from the Wikipedia, I love. Where I never thought. The... Yeah, Tina. Wow, I feel dumb and naive. I didn't <laughs> ever think of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, according to the Wikipedia, uh, the Wikia, uh, apparently she used to date Graham Norton. I, I have heard that actually. What yes, the fuck? I believe that. I have uh, heard that. When and where? Because uh, I know, I know, a, a million years ago, I know someone who used to be a drag queen who works at Mama's, mm-hmm. um, and he was really good friends with Tina, and he he told us that that she used to date Graham Norton. Interesting. That's really funny. I don't know why um, that's so funny to me, but it is. Yeah. Did you know that she appeared on Shade, Queens of NYC, alongside season 12's Britta Filter? Yeah. Oh my god, yes, classic. Um, I've only ever seen like the teasers, the little like 20 <laughs> second clips that they have like in a playlist on And YouTube. you've also seen the AOL Build series, yes? Oh my uh, god. Yes, I have seen those clips, yeah. <laughs> I've not seen that. Um, she has literally, become- literally, that was like when I was starting out to do drag, I was like, oh, this is tea. I was like, let me get some research going. Let me figure out exactly. about these girls. <laughs> um, yeah, she- I mean, like, go ahead. I was just saying it was funny throwing it back to Shade Queens of NYC because I felt like uh, when that was happening, that was like, it was so stupid, but it was like more engaging than Drag Race. Yeah. There wasn't any other like uh drag media mm-hmm. it felt like that other than like the little bits that were floating around youtube yeah you, could, I, like, you had to look for it but that shit was so ridiculous yeah so she is miss comedy queen and i would say that her miss meet the queens video proves why she is miss comedy queen it was a very very well comedic turn for her and even the editors played along with um her comedy timing so yeah, that's really a good hope, sign. Good sign. I I want her to do well. I want yeah. her to have a good lasting impression because mm-hmm. I know that she has auditioned so many fucking times mm. and waited so long for this and like and been skipped. Like if you think of it that way, as far as like yeah. tenure, skipped so many times by queens so much younger with less mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. and um, she's kind of had to like literally take all of their gigs and like all of their drag their host drag race hosting gigs and right. like so I want her to do well so bad and I think oh, that yeah. she will my worry is that she's gonna fall into the old the bitter Betty brigade like Ginger and Kennedy and it's gonna be Tina and Tamisha like because yeah. she even has like the moment in the meet the queens like i'm here to tell these girls no mm-hmm. and i'm like oh, and and, and again do that th- that's all filmed after the fact so yeah don't put that in as an editor if you're not trying to remind us of something um exactly. she she calls herself like- a monster yep and you know what her shows are very scary i always bring extra dollars because I'm afraid if I don't have a dollar ready for her, she's going to attack me. She is a monster. Mm-hmm. My like one physical experience in a drag bar with Tina Burner, and it's something I'll never forget because it was a very awkward, but not in like a bad, anyone was bad kind of thing. Um, and this is just immediately, I got a pain in my left eye when I saw her on it because I was uh, doing someone's pre-invasion. I don't really remember who. Um, and Tina was in the show after, and I remember I was going backstage, and I turned, 
and something just hit me in my left eye and I looked up and it was Tina's titties. <laughs> so like, that's kind of the immediate physical reaction I get when I see Tina Burner is like, oh, my eye really hurts now. <laughs> like, but I feel like she would want that. I feel like Probably. that's her gig. You know, she's a New York legend. Like, yeah, as I mean, much that's... as I roll my eyes, I'm like, oh, she's going to be good TV. She's been preparing for this for so long. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I made my burning question. She's a legend, but is she a winner? We'll find out. Um, I yeah. have strong prejudices against Tina. Yeah. Um, okay. I, but I, I won't go into my, my personal um, issues with her, um, but the way she talked in the meet the queens actually rubbed me the wrong way because like she seems like she's got to be in the bit of betty brigade and like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have like it's true and it's unfortunate that people younger than you have gone on to drag race and you've had to take over their gigs in town while they travel around the world um blah 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 but you are also a legend i wish you were a little more gracious and not be like drag isn't about Instagram it's about performance like you do the same number every year at the Glam Awards yeah there's that <laughs> Three yeah, her! Like, I, when I saw that for the first time I was gagged and then the next year I was like why is she doing this again and the year after again oh my Listen, god she's a legend and you, sometimes you allow legends <laughs> to do what they want to do that's true. Um, well, maybe my one we'll interpretation see why of... we see that number virtually uh, again. Hey, it's, I mean, it's always like fun to rewatch, but like, yeah. Now I hear, I I understand. Yeah. she she is somewhat of a polarizing figure in New York nightlife sometimes. But she, if you're talking about paying your dues, Tina Burner has done it all. She's paid her dues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will be very interested to see how the show portrays her because if you know her, you know that she can be cunning. She can be very pointed and sometimes in a stressful environment, the show will take that and they will use it against you. We saw that with Britta. I very am fearful that that will happen to Tina this time around because it's going to happen. Her tone is very much that way. And if you if the, if there's not another villain ready to go, Tina will be that villain. Uh okay. I take it back. I feel the need to air one grievance though, because there was an incident on Facebook a few years back where she was called out for doing a number about the Asian glow. Uh, and she is someone who does like comedy. She is someone who would like do anything in the name of comedy which I respect, but also you should set some boundaries on your own. She was very vindictive about the person, vindictive toward the person calling her out. And I don't think there was never any real apology toward the person who called her out or toward the Asian community. Um, But she was talking about being a community leader, um, being someone that people can look up to in the Meet the Queen. So there is some um, disconnect for me there. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this story. I don't know. Maybe I, it was pre me being in. It was somebody from Brooklyn who went out to see a show yeah. in at um, 
What's the bar? Maybe Barracuda. Probably. Kelsey. Barracuda. 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 Yeah. Um, Barracuda, and came back and talked about how she was disappointed, and Tina was just berating the person for calling her out. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, I, I I would say that everyone who's ever been on the show has some dirty laundry somewhere, as we've learned. But I am willing um, to give her the time to grow and change. Absolutely. She may come back mm. to this. She may not come back to this. We shall see. Yeah, I mean, Reddit yeah, is gonna, a... Reddit, we'll see if Drag Race destroys her or not. <laughs> yeah, Reddit, Reddit is a place God. where things will be revealed, and I, I, I'm very curious, but... Let's talk about the looks a little bit more. Um, the promo look, Florence Delee, hair by Marco Wiggs, jewels by Gems by Genesis, gloves by Wings and Weft, nails by Production Value Nails. The reveal is again by, we love Florence Delee, uh, hair by Chelsea Piers, jewels by Gems by Genesis, nails by Production Nails. Um, we, I think we've covered what is wrong yeah. with the promo look. The dress yeah, itself it's is stunning. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It fits her well. The gloves mm-hmm. marry the dress. It's the hair that that pulls it away. <laughs> I'm honestly not even. I, I don't know. I'm not even that big of a fan of the dress. Like, love Florence Dilly, like yeah. big fan. But to oh. me, this is just not it. Um, heads up! All her looks for this season will be designed by Florence Dilly. Florence is doing the same thing she did with last season's disqualified contestant. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, Florence is is brilliant. Some of the best oh, like looks I've ever seen. Florence was in the hospital for a oh, yeah, portion of the preparation oh, yeah. period. Right. So the sewing period, um, DJ Ten Yards of Ten Yards Clothing yeah. had to step in as the seamstress for gotcha. Tina. And, and I know Viva uh, assisted as well. Yeah, Viva Badal, um, yep. So listen, we I'm here to we're going to celebrate all, everyone who helped Team Florence. Oh um, yeah. This is not easy, and Florence went through a lot, so we are here for you, babe. But I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I like this look. I do. It's just the I hair. I, I love the Ruby look. Yeah, mean? the Ruby look I think is exceptional because um, that is that is Tina. This is yeah. this is what Tina does. I think um, the hair needs to be a little fuller on top or smaller on the sides, but eh, I'm nitpicking. It should have been a totally different color hair. But she, the thing is that she had to wear her brand of color hair and she had to wear a Florence Lee gown. So, so is there and going it's... to be a mm-hmm. Michelle versus Tina moment about hair color? Probably. Mm, I'm here maybe. for it. I'll watch it. Um, <laughs> what I, I always project is that sometimes <laughs> the queens on their first impression will go mediocre simply because they were, are ready to stun the uh, audience as they go along. I hope I so, I think bitch. this is one of those sweet. story arcs. Um, if it is a full season of Florence, that it may be, we're going to start okay and then get to incredible by the time. Yeah, something's going to be breathtaking because everything Florence touches is breathtaking yeah. in some way. My I'm opinion. gonna, uh, yeah, I know I agree. I, I'm gonna give the promo look a boot. I'm gonna give the reveal a two. Same. Fair, yeah. Same. Well, the audience 62% toot, 38% boot on the promo, 58% uh, toot, 42% boot on the reveal. So uh, mi- mix on, on Tina. Um, next up, the one who had the higher ranking, we are talking about Denali. 
uh, 28 years old from Fairbanks, um, Alaska. That's where that is. And current city, Chicago, Illinois. Um, kicking us off on Denali is Violet. All right. Can you hear me okay? Yep. All right. Fantastic. I, I fucking loved her. <laughs> um, I was like very much into the uh, figure skater thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, her personality won me and I've like watched her perform I'm like really into queens on skates and seeing it on ice is terrifying (laughs) Um, I love the look I thought she was very very pretty it was cute she was likable she's really likable she is she is very likable that's Um, what I got from it I was like oh I like you like I would give you my money at a drag show yeah I, I, I think her being the first one in the Meet the Queens videos was very helpful because it set the tone and it was a very delightful tone. Um, we learned that Denali in its native language means the great one. Um, interesting, the show is only calling her Denali, but I believe her drag name is Denali Fox. Uh, mm. Don't know why we're dropping the fox for the show. Just interesting. Um, we did, as we discussed, they're a professional ice skater, as is Joey J, but Joey didn't discuss that. So I'm wondering if we're going to get like a skate off at one point. Um, she also has a third <laughs> degree black off. belt, which is kind of cool. She is a Jewish Mexican, um, originally from Alaska, and she will be the first Alaskan to compete Love on to Drag Race. She's been doing drag for only two and a half years, and she claims that she's a performance girl. I think she's definitely got confidence and she's kind of goofy with an air of Valentina to her. She's I my think, favorite. Yeah, she's I, like Valentina. She's reminds me of Valentina, yeah. but she seems very Ooh. genuine and earnest mm-hmm. and not like, ee, ee, ee. not that. She's approachable. Yeah. She's definitely um, a cute guy. Mm-hmm. Um, her, I think that the icy blue look is super, super, super cute. Mm-hmm. It's very, um, very. Lo- I love the hair, love the design. I like her story about it. Um, um, yeah. So super, super too on that. I like her personality. Obviously, she's very talented. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I foresee her doing very well on the show and probably I want her having to, a very big fan base. Yeah, I want her to do very well, but I do wonder if she is just that middle-of-the-pack girl. I want her to win. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you were, you have her as your winner, Beck. Yes. Um, I, I think it's... Uh, I think she definitely, understands... I think yeah. she understands movement and silhouette. Um... And also, you have to be very smart and perceptive to get this far within two to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, be very genuine and hardworking. Um, mm-hmm. The question is, like, does she have all the skills? Like, that's writing, funny because that's my that's my burning question. Love. My, um, my my burning question is: she's got the confidence, but does she have the drag race skills to back it up? You already know she's not a singer. Singing challenges are a huge thing on the show right now. Yeah, I could see that being her axe right there. That's the um, thing. Like, she has all these cool talents, but you can't actually use those in drag race. I don't, yeah, unless... I don't see her being an actor. <laughs> I, I could see that being a downfall. I 
I think she's a great performance Everything queen. Okay, there got but sorry. maybe not for Drag Race, and that's sad um, yeah. and scary to me because I like her a lot. Yeah, I think she's gonna do well, and she'll probably come back for All Stars and win, yeah. maybe. Um, if let's the talk producers about producers like her, they'll find ways to highlight talents. They've fully, done fully. that with contestants before, and they will if they like her. Yeah, fully. Well, and it seems looks, like they probably do, especially since they put her first in the lineup of videos. I mean, it's they, alphabetical. It's al- alphabetical. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Lol. Good try. Good try. Uh, okay, so the, the promo look, the look outfit is by Joshua and Aponte, hair by Camilla Fox, nails by Boy Nails. The reveal dress by Joshua and Pointe, headpiece by Miss G Designs, nails by Boy Nails. Um, I really do like the promo look. I think it's different, it's unique, it's something we haven't really seen before. The colors aren't necessarily fully what the pastel wanted because they're a little darker, but I think it's a nice color story. But this fucking Absolutely. reveal look is oh exceptional. God. It, it, which, it's, which one is the reveal look? It's, it's the flowers. It's the very the, Mexican the, dress. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. This this oh, yeah. this I want to eat this, it. Um, it's so delicious. Yeah, yeah. The headpiece is incredible. The draping. The, if you've seen her yeah, do like, her uh, photo shoot photos of this, the, the, she's a model. It's stunning. Like, like that outfit makes you want to go dancing with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I love that the nails are all different colors with different like flower embellishments on each one. Yeah. Yeah, she looks impeccable in this photo. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Um, I'm giving toot. both. Yeah, both get, both get a toot for me. Yeah, honestly, for me, both get shoots. I'm giving out shoots today, y'all. All right, Left you do that. Right. You do that. So the audience, <laughs> they went 79% toot, 21% boot on the promo look, 93% toot, 7% boot on the reveal. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Denali. I think we're all excited, and it's going to be very yeah. interesting to see how she does. All right, we're down to our final three. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the third spot, from New York City, Rose Ross McCorkle, 31 years old, originally from Scotland, uh, current city, New York City, New York. Uh, Rose comes from her love of rose wine, rose wine, and her favorite color is pink. Rosé is the drag sister of season 12's Jan and a member of Stephanie's Child. If you did not know that, then you're really not a Drag Race fan. Um, <laughs> download the EP. She competed on America's Got Talent with Stephanie's Child, and we all know how that turned out. That was good TV. Um, Deepest Christmas. For those who would love to know some history, um, I was one of the judges for Lady Liberty uh, in season four when we were there every week and we were there to crown Rosé as the fourth winner of uh, Lady Liberty. Very well deserved. Um, I believe the story goes that she was a replacement for someone in her preliminary in the very first week she did it. And here she is now on Drag Race. So it's really exciting for me to see Rosé on the show. Uh, Through meeting her that way, um, I had an opportunity to do a cabaret show at um, a Metropolitan Room before they closed down. And I was creating just a, a show called Drag Array. It was going to be three queens doing live singing Broadway songs. Um, I had Bijou, Cherry Poppins, and Rosé as the trio. And Rosé 
after we all met and everything had to drop out because she was starting a new group with her sisters, Jan and Laguna. So that's the history of that. Uh, what almost was, um, but we replaced Rosé with Vanadu. We had a great show and that was a fun little one-off cabaret, but I am very right. much a fan of Rosé and I'm going to say this. I think her Meet the Queens video was the best Meet the Queens video in franchise history. It was raw. It was real. This is a genuine person that you want to root for and watch them succeed because they are a true human. And I, I got emotional watching it. It was so perfect. She answered the questions eloquently. She knew right. what she wanted to talk oh. about. It was exceptional. I love that Meet the Queens video. Um, yeah, she definitely is doing the smart thing by putting her personality to the front. She's got a very big personality. She's a master of wit. Mm -hmm. She's a master of comedy. She's a, I mean, I, she's an evil genius. Um, <laughs> she's totally going to be top four. Like yeah. there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And the audience is going to eat her up. She's going to be shady and she's going to get away with it because it's going to be funny. Mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm. probably going to, she's going to read the house down in the reading challenge. I'm sure. She's just going to, she's just going to do so well. When you're funny, yeah. it's just so easy when you're funny. I mean, <laughs> she checks every box that a drag race contestant needs. She can sing, she can dance, she can act. Mm -hmm. She can mm -hmm. give you fashion. She can give you comedy. She can give you camp. She is a perfect drag race contestant. Um, and a great reality TV star. Yeah. I mean, my burning question, there's a lot of pressure on Rosé following Jan. Can Rosé be her own person or will the fandom force her into a box? I think Jan. I don't think so. 100% be her own person. She's I mean, absolutely going to stand out. And that's what... It's fucking weird, man. Those weird queens always stand out. Oh, I gotta get that so sad this baby. Is, this is what I've been hearing from people. Like, I've heard her referred to as Pink Jan. It's the thing on Reddit and um, Twitter. But, um... She's nothing like Jan People have all. also told me that Jan is going to become Purple Rosé. Oop. No, um, I think Jan is gonna be Purple Jan. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, so Jan is the only person in Stephanie's... Oh, not Jan. Rosé is the only person in Stephanie's child who has never said hi to me, and I am bitter about that. <laughs> but like you said, Michael, her Meet the Queens video actually made me want to root for her. Yeah. Because she was so insightful and very on point. And in the scene, I've always known her to be... Um, smart, talented, and horny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's. I think it's still out there. Um, one of her performances um, I, of I, Ain't Your Mama for Lady Liberty, uh, what, part, part of the thing was like she had a, a can of whipped cream and she would um, pour it in people's mouths and like kiss them, whatever. She knew she needed good scores, so she did that to me. So you can see the two of us Kissing with whipped cream on you in a YouTube video from her performance from Lady Liberty. Mm -hmm. It's a memory. Um, 
But yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited for her. Let's talk about these looks because that's where things are going to get a little dicey, I think. Um, promo look by Christopher Palu, hair by Drag by Sherelle. The reveal, uh, hair by Drag by Sherelle, look by Casey Caldwell. Um, um, I, uh, this promo look is not my favorite. And I think it's because I don't love the hair. It's too hair monochromatic. Is, the hair is bad. It's not for this look. I think the hair is okay. I don't like the color coordination. It's like pink gloves, a pink gloves, pink dress, pink leggings, pink shoes. And they're all the same shade of pink. If they were different shades of pink, <clears throat> it would be interesting. I mean, it's her brand. This is it's a brand that the Stephanie's child is like they're they're the colors, whatever. But yeah. the thing is that I looked at the design, the the rendering. And the hair on the design, I'm like, oh, I love that hair. Whatever hair that she purchased and got, whatever this is she's wearing, is not what she should have gotten. Mm -hmm. She should have gotten a mullet designed by someone else who knows how to do mullets because, quite frankly, not everyone can do mullets. It's not yeah. an easy style to recreate on mm -hmm. a lace front. So, yeah, it just really, like makes it look not the best for me. The garment is fine, but the hair is bad. I'm now, sorry, Rose, I love you. Yeah, but then when we look at the um, reveal look, it's like, this is sexy. This is hot. Like, you're going to slit my throat and I'm okay with it. <laughs> the reveal look is incredible. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you can just tell a lot of Casey time. Amazing. Mm -hmm. You can tell a lot of effort and time went into that garment. Um, you can tell it's fucking expensive. Um, the hair, of course, is obviously wigs by Golgi, um, who is like kind of like a rising wig designer. Really, really great hair. She looks fabulous in this look. Mm -hmm. The best I've ever seen her. Very regal. And again, if this is best drag, it makes sense. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I'm gonna boot the promo look into the reveal look. Yeah, I would agree. I see it. The audience was 54 on the promo look, 46% boot on the promo, 75% reveal on toot, 25% boot on the reveal. I, I think we're going to be talking about Rosé for a long time on this podcast because I think she's going to be there at the end. Will she win? Mm -hmm. I nah. firmly believe that the two ahead of her have the crown. It's just a matter of which one is going to take it. Mm -hmm. Are we ready to find out who number two is? Yes. Mm -hmm. Number two from Los Angeles, but originally from Arkansas. It's Simone. 25 years old. Um, Hemi, would you like to start off with Simone? Um, I don't know her. I mean, I followed her on Instagram as like part of House of Avalon and I really love them as a collective. Mm -hmm. And she really stands out in the promo. And oh, I'm impressed, but also... I still don't know you. That's fair. That's fair. 
um, it's it's like it's very it's very strong vibes of I don't know you, but does it follow up with I want to know you? Not necessarily. Okay. Interesting. I'm intrigued by her. I think her uh, promo look was so sickening. I think her reveal look was super fabulous and mm-hmm. high fashion. Um, I mean, both looks honestly were high fashion to me. Um, and it's funny because it's like they're very like toned down. They're not super glitzy, not tons of rhinestones, not lots of embellishment or trimming. They're just kind of like very great silhouettes. Yeah. Um, so she looks like she really, really understands fashion. Um, I think she's going to do very well. I think she's going to be like a fan fave for sure. Absolutely. I mean, she is very sassy. I mean, I think she's going to be a confessional talking head for sure. She will be the first queen to represent Arkansas. Uh, if you didn't know, she's the sister of Gigi Good. Um, I really do think she is going to be more than just a look queen. I think she's got an edge to her when she performs. And that's going to be something interesting. I mean, my burning question for her is Simone is a breath of fresh air. Does she have what it takes to be the first winner of 2021? I think she does. She's my winner pick. Um, I... I think she's like one of those girls who everybody will underestimate as like, you're just a look queen. And then like she would outdo everyone in a performance. Right. Which is what Gigi Good did. Exactly what yeah. she did. Um, let's talk about this. But also look. like, how is she going to differentiate herself as an individual and not part of House of Avalon? Right. Um, I really want to see that too. Yeah. Well, okay. So her promo look, the look is by Howie B. Hey, Howie B. Hair by Gigi Good. Earrings by Rory Rockmore, ear earrings by Honey Bee Gold, Grill, first queen to wear a grill on a promo look, uh, Mr. <laughs> Bling Grills, um, and the Simone chain is by Michael uh, Brambilla. Reveal look is by Marco Squared, rest by Gabe Acero. Um, yeah, the, the, the promo look is all about the hair. Gigi Good, you did good. This hair is yeah. insane. I don't. Gigi's wait, like, I'm still here. Yeah, wait, I don't. Gigi even, made her Gigi promo made look hair. hair. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought she said that she. I thought Simone was saying that she's she made cute. her own hair. No, I believe Gigi. Gigi made it. Um. um so, so tangent cool. on Gigi, I started following her as a makeup artist on her makeup artist account. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that she was also doing drag, and she's the same person. Like I saw her on Drag Race, and I was, and it turns out that she's the same person I've been following as a makeup artist. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I think again, this the look is very simple, but the color story is wonderful. I'm a big fan of it. Looking um, at the aesthetic of her promo look, now I see a lot of Gigi good in her. And yeah, uh, y'all mm-hmm. are saying that. Absolutely. I'm like hoping that she does isn't just like a replica. Absolutely. As okay. far as like so fashion. Michael then, Kastra, then you've re- talked about you've talked about traits, but I would fuck Simone in drag. Very, <laughs> very, very, very attractive. Very attractive. Work. Solid. But this reveal, the reveal look, again, we've not seen anything like this on the show. Like this is so Yeah, so good. So good. I, I'm I'm very excited by Simone. I'm giving both these looks a two. Yeah, she looks great. Toot toot as well for me. Toot toot. Toot toot. Beep beep. The audience was 87% toot, 13% boot on the promo, 77% toot, 23% boot on the reveal. And that ass. Look at that. It's an ass. She got an ass. (laughs) Well, we have our number one. 
All right. It is Got Mick. Kate Gottlieb, 24, hometown, Scottsdale, Arizona, current city, Los Angeles, California. And leading us off last but not least is Castrata. Um, very excited. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we're excited for the trans representation. Um, I, I'm just, I mean, obviously, he's an incredible artist with an incredible following already before even, you know, being considered for Drag Race. Um, so I'm really, really excited to see the looks. Um, I'm really excited to see, I, I have no clue about performance quality or anything. So I'm excited to see, mm-hmm. you know, I'm interested. I mean, I would say not the strongest of performers, but when it comes to a look, they got the look. Yeah. Um, got is the German word for God. Um, I'm very interested again by the drag name for the show i believe it they were originally mick um that's how they were referred for a while but the show has it as got mick whatever Ooh. i'm sure we'll learn um i think it's just because it's synonymous with their right their tag right so yeah. I'm, right so i'm just curious to know how rue will say it on the runway each week um right Based on the wiki, I do want to, I, I don't know if, again, if this is fact, I don't think the Meet the Queens really specified it for us, but obviously we want to use the proper pronouns. On the wiki, it said, in drag, Mick uses she, her, out of drag, Cade uses he, him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, again, I will honor that until I'm told differently. And please, 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 please tell me if it is something different, because I want to honor it properly. Um, but Got Mick is the franchise's first ever transgender man and will be the 11th transgender queen on the show following Sonique, Stacey Lane Matthews, Carmen Carrera, LaShawn Beyond, Julie Caliente, Kenya Michaels, Monica Beverly Hills, Honey Mahogany, Gia Gunn, and Peppermint. Uh, he is the third queen to enter the competition as an out transgender person following Peppermint and Gia Gunn. And um, also the first, like, mm-hmm. transitioned, like, with surgical right. transition. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. Um, so this is very exciting. It's a first for the show. Sad that it took 13 seasons for the show to do it. But here we are. <coughs> we are here to celebrate. Yeah. I have something to say about the trans politics. <coughs> uh, so Godmick is a big, big celebrity makeup artist mm-hmm. and also does... Um, yeah. special effects makeups and apparently he apparently she had to pull so many strings to get cast on the show oh yeah um so definitely comes from like a place of privilege and cap uh, capabilities but like hey it's a start it's good let's go for it i appreciate yeah. it um but also i want to talk about how there still needs to be a representation for trans women and mm-hmm. cis women and non-binary people who were assigned and socialized as female to be part of the show because <clears throat> um, I recently saw an excerpt from an interview RuPaul did with Dolly Parton. RuPaul was interviewing yes. Dolly and RuPaul said something along the lines of, oh, at the end of the day, we, we both take all of this off and go to bed. And Dolly's like, no, I stay ready. 
And that opened me up to a new understanding of RuPaul's philosophy and perception on what drag is. He probably sees this, sees drag as a costume you put on and take off. And the farther you are at the core of who you are from the drag that you do, the more valid it is to him. Mm. And maybe therefore it is more convenient and acceptable for him to cast a trans man as a drag queen than a trans woman or well, I think he's a cis just woman as a drag queen on his show. Ultimately mm-hmm. for him and production, it's about filling the quota that people have been demanding for. People have been claiming and claiming that there's no trans representation. And he's like, you know what? I'll give it to you. And it's going to be a trans man. So it'll still yeah. be all men competing or, you know, male yeah. presenting contestants trying to portray women or illusion yeah, well, of women. So yeah. I think they're like thinking, you know, we we checked that box now and who knows, will people be satisfied? Probably not. No, I don't think anyone it will still, probably people will be more satisfied. Oh, finally, yes, you know, we're getting that representation, but yeah, you know, I, I, think, we, be, I think we should keep pushing and not be like, oh, course. we're finally doing oh, it. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I, so, I just don't want to like fall into that complacency. Absolutely. Vi, what do you, what, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, so from the ideals of somebody, oh, why are you sad? Oh, it's because your parents, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> one moment. <laughs> so I, what I'm thinking about it is definitely what Emmy said, like this, is, it's a start, but it's been a start that should have happened a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really cool to see someone like myself on Drag Race for the first time ever. Uh, that's a really cool experience, but it's still like doesn't really erase all the other bullshit. Right. I mean, that's, my, that's what I have to say. But my, uh, my, we stand, got Mick. Yeah, my burning question though is: Will the show milk the storyline, or will Got Mick's story be allowed to unfold naturally? I think it's going to be totally milked and probably a little fabricated and he's and I, I I I do well and that's the thing I want Got Mick to win because Got Mick deserves to win the show. And I, I think he want- I think he will still win on his merits and I think that's why they chose him because they wanted someone who already had star quality and already had like a huge fan base like they knew that he was going to be an incredible competitor right Um, and i i just i know this fandom i know it too well to know that there it it, when and if got wins that they're going to say well they they only won because they were a transgender man and they needed to have that moment and i don't want that to be vicious yeah i i I just don't want to see that for them because that's not fair you shouldn't have the fandom putting an asterisk on a victory if the victory is well earned. So I'm sure, but it listen, always happens. Sure, the fandom is like gross. Yeah, I'm sure it will be well earned. Yeah. I have no doubt. I want well, Nick to go the all thing. the way to the top, and so, I'm sure he will go to the top. But 
I I want to see more from him before like I give him yeah. the winning spot. Sure. I will say I think that this is going to be a prime example, and I'm really excited to see this on television. Is the ideal that an AFAB person needs to go as above and beyond as they possibly can go just to be seen. Like mm-hmm. I God make is going to pull it out because that's like just the pressure that is on us as drag queens like it's gonna be out of this world because it's supposed to be mm. like yeah. that's where i stand i'm like but, but oh, also because lose- he's an incredible artist well, yes of course but there is like a degree of being pushed harder to be seen especially by a fandom that has been very vocal about not wanting to see that like this is a big fucking deal and it's gonna be pretty heavy they're gonna bust their ass and it's gonna yeah. be great well, I'm let's, mostly watching to support at this point. Yeah. Let's let's talk about what we've seen so far, and god damn it, this shit is good. Um, there's no designers listed for the promo look, which I'm not sure why. Um, but yeah. the I think look, the promo is Diego Montoya. The reveal is definitely Diego Montoya, hair by Zach Killian, nails by Queen Custom Claws. It oh. could be Diego, it just wasn't listed on uh, Instagram. Okay, then I'm not sure. Um, um, this oh, promo oh with regards to the promo look, they edited out his surgery scars. Yeah, that that was that is not okay. That's that was... that's that is where we were going with it. Um, oh, was... I didn't even notice that. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I don't know why. That's it's. I don't oh, want to. RuPaul hates trans bodies. I also oh, want, I do wonder if in the age of social media and censoring shit that happens on social media with Instagram and stuff, if that is a thing that happens where there, that it automatically gets censored. Um, Cause I do, I, mm. I know there is an experience with a couple of people who have had um, shown their surgery scars and have had photos removed. Yeah. It, whether, it might not it be, be... whether it be because someone reported it or Instagram flags it, whatever. It might not have even been a, world of wonder call it could have been a vh1 thing being like yeah you right. can't show but that's still problematic that being yeah. said well, problematic that, because there's definitely been like bare chests on promo looks before right well and, and, and that's what's bare chests and like literally this outfit uh is displaying them right and that's why i don't know if world of wonder is the one who made the call simply because world of wonder allowed got mick to wear this yeah. They they're the first to change things. Yeah. And not working with it, so I don't know if World of Wonders should be blamed for it. But you would hope that they would have fought harder for it. Yeah, because if they don't want you to wear something, they will tell you, bitch. Right. Oh yeah. Um. That being said, the rest of the garment is fucking sensational. Yeah, that oh, the promo look it. is mm-hmm. iconic. It's stunning. It it's definitely I the the headpiece is made by the same person who made the Sasha Velour piece, right? Yeah. With all the crystals and I believe so. yeah, it's it it's got very giving me that uh, vibe. Mm. I mean, if this is a statement piece, yeah, it looks iconic. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. The reveal look, not my favorite, um, but again, it is a statement, and that makes the makeup artist like stunning looks. <clears throat> yeah, she's gonna she's gonna kill it. Yeah. Oh, this is what I love about Gobby's makeup. A makeup artist who doesn't do this tiny little beauty glam makeup, mm-hmm. but like blows it out. Love that. Yeah. 
I'm sure Michelle will have issues with the makeup. I'm sure she will voice it and then she will look like a terrible person for voicing it, but. Oh, God. I don't know. Yeah, she'll, so, probably, she'll probably do a beauty look once or twice just to appease them. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, she's a makeup artist. Like, that's her steez. Like, I'm sure she'll break out more than what she does on her own face, or she'll just make you fucking eat it, and it'll yeah. be great. Yeah, and she can do it. I mean, look, mm-hmm. she can mm-hmm. do Absolutely. Um, And for those who didn't know, she did uh, Heidi Klum's makeup when uh, Heidi was a judge on the first season of Queen of, Queen of Drags. I, I'm Work. very excited. I, I think both these looks for me are toot. They're toots. Suit, they're, they're shoots, honey. Oh, yeah. The audience was 96% toot, 4% boot on the promo, 85% toot, 15% boot on the reveal. Those are our queens. That's our cast. That's 13. Let's Work. talk about RuPaul's looks. <laughs> oh, RuPaul. Ru, Ru, the RuPaul. Uh, oh, let's um, the beauty mark. Uh, I, if you saw my post when that um, that uh, teaser thing came out for the uh, audition tape, I thought it was a piece of dirt on my phone and I kept mo- um, trying to brush it away and my, <laughs> my, the video paused. Yeah, when did they put that roach on her face? What the um, hell? Um, what I like to do is I like to share what the current Instagram count is for the queens prior to film uh, to, the, to the start of the show what the current Instagram count is as of film recording this. So in last place is Tamisha Iman with 21.8 thousand. Oh, underrated. Elliot with two T's, 25.1 thousand. Lala Ri, 31.3 thousand. Kamora Hall, 37.7 thousand. Tina Burner, 40.3 thousand. Olivia Lux, 43.6 thousand. Denali, 49.8 thousand. Joey J, 55.9 thousand. Utica Queen, 63.8 thousand. Rose, 65.2 thousand. Simone, 85.6 thousand. Candy Muse, 101 thousand. And Got Mick, 211 thousand. These queens have a lot of followers. Yeah. Wow. I am very excited for this season. Um, I think we're definitely going to have a lot of history making moments. And I hope it's for a positive. Because last year we had history-making moments that were not for the positive. I still feel bad about that the season 12 cast did not get their moment to shine and they're already going to be taken over by season 13. But maybe they can live yeah. together in harmony and tour the world together. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, season 13 was the first time I ever auditioned and looking at this cast, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't do well. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair Violet last thoughts uh, I don't I hate that I like it that's how I feel I'm like fuck <laughs> I'm gonna watch this aren't I and you know that's I'm gonna hate watch it the entire time and I'm gonna enjoy every second yeah <laughs> and that's what I'm calling right now is that it's gonna make good TV and there's gonna be good drag and also it's been almost a year without any in-person drag so right now, this is like, this is what we got. So yeah. I'm here. Strata, last thoughts? Let's get this show on the road. I'm ready. Well, where can we find you all on social media and Venmo? Castrata, kick us off. You can find me at Castrata NYC on all social media. Emmy? You can find me everywhere 
at emigrate underscore drag. That is E-M-I-G-R-A-T-E underscore D-R-A-G. And Violet? Including Venmo. All right. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Violet Tendency, Violet Tendency NYC, uh, and on Venmo and uh, TikTok at Tip Violet if you want to hear me talk shit or pay me. There you go. <laughs> well, this was a long podcast. We got through it, but we, we had a lot of things to say, and I'm excited for the listeners to hear it. Thank you all for being here. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. The biggest thanks to Castrata, Emmy, and Violet for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaternow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>